the snow peas, and we were just commenting on how July has not been the easiest of months. <laughs> Thank God it's over. Yeah, that's right. Um, thinking maybe it's the weather, maybe it's not, but <laughs> some exciting things. In fact, Owen just mentioned one. Um, yep. Zanita went to Salmon Fest this weekend. We want to hear all about it. I did go to Salmon Fest. It was, <laughs> it was my first time going. Um, Get out. Really? I know. First time? I've never been. Crazy. Exactly. Um, I, one of my friends had actually shared it on her stories and I was like, what is that? They had like over 75 bands. Um, yeah. It was right. out in Nanilchik. Nanilchik is where Not Owen thinks you're. Not Nikiski. <laughs> Okay, no one going into Kiski for Salmon Fest. Could they be wrong? Inside joke. Owen thinks that um, I that's where in, Cameron's from. So we're like calling it. It starts with an N. Wait, you didn't think that? No, because I have a fond memory of Nanilchik <laughs> only because when I was a child, um, a family friend took me moose hunting and clam digging there. Oh. And so I have this fond memory of going there. But um, the weekend was absolutely phenomenal. Friday and Saturday, the weather was brilliant. The oh. sun, like, we, we were actually really hot. Yeah, <laughs> like, real heat. Yeah. Uh, we camped out there. Uh, we brought the children. It was totally family friendly. There were so many things for them to Which do. Which I don't remember it being that. Like, the pictures so that, that family friendly. I'm like, okay. So I guess 10 years Depends ago. Depends on how you want to raise your kids. <laughs> well, this is well, true, right? Well, let me say this. At one in the morning on Saturday, it's Andy Fest. <laughs> You don't yeah. see a lot of children things, but you do see a lot of festival wear yeah. and some blurry eyes. That's so funny. Nikolai, Nikolai and Sasha stayed out till like 1.30 in the morning on Saturday. All right. Yeah, rocking out. For him, it was all the, you know, what was, gosh, what did they have? What are those things called that you put on that glow in the dark? Right. So he had, a, you know, everyone so was fun. loving on him. So he got a little crown to put on. He had the little wands to twirl around. That's and he because had a blast. he's so gorgeous. Even Corey was like, they have such beautiful children. <laughs> children. Thank you. So the highlight for me was this young girl named Villa. Ooh. She's from Tampa, Florida. She's all of 17 years old. You guys, it was like watching Janis Joplin. Like, right on. So, you know, just bluesy and just, I mean, an old soul. She was amazing. Nice. They had some incredible people coming. So we have to go there next year. What is okay, Salmon Fest? Deal. Salmon Fest is, do you know what it actually is? It's. To, it's the preservation of salmon. It's yeah. like an Alaskan thing. Yep. So it is to raise awareness about Bristol Bay salmon, too. There's kind of an overlay with, um, to be frank, that they are not incredibly supportive of um, mining in general. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that they way. Brought that it's a specific yeah. mine that they are against. But they're also just for making sure that salmon have good habitat. So uh, it is a nonprofit. It raises a bunch of money and it puts it out there for, once again, the preservation of salmon and uh, the habitat that salmon inhabit Bristol Bay and beyond. That's incredible. I didn't know it was a nonprofit. They've really, I mean, it's so organized now. I think that yeah. you'd be so surprised. Oh, I went in 2019. So I oh, went right okay. before. And so I bring my crazy. hippie parents. Yeah. So oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Honestly, it was full of people like your parents. Like I they were the it. majority. <laughs> We're just rocking out. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. so cool. <laughs> no, Sasha and I, we were, you know, because what was really nice, though, is that, you know, obviously it was all outside. So there was plenty of place to social distance. So we just got a, you know, a spot by this tree. Right. Threw out our blanket and just chilled there. It was really nice. And I heard they expanded. So they, they expanded. Yeah. yeah. Because you could more not acres. social distance. Was it so tiny was it just one stage? No, there were uh, three different stages. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. they did build a new amphitheater. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so it's a massive area over there. And that's where we were the whole time. Wow. It was the main nice. stage. Okay. So I'm in next year. I know. Next year, let's go, y'all. <laughs> I just want, you now. know what? I should have gone because I just missed live music. 
you you had a ticket in your van. You could have pulled up. I there know. were there was actually tons of space next to us. A Aww. whole bunch of people didn't show up. Probably so everyone's nice. nervous about the topic we aren't going to talk about. So, yeah. um, but you know what will help us get to Salmon Fest? More sleep. What? Oh gosh, more sleep. Really? Yeah. Let's talk about sleep. <laughs> About Let's sleep. talk about sleep. Sleep sort of, um, this is Owen, this is sort of my thing. So um, I'm, many of you know I'm a dentist and I've been treating sleep, obstructive sleep apnea for about 11 years. And um, I'm also the owner of Live Breathe Alaska, and it, which is a wellness community. And really my focus for the wellness community and the online magazine that we have is really six, really five things. Obviously, we're the snow peas, so nutrition's a big thing <laughs> for, for me. And and then there's exercise, and there's mindfulness, and um, community, and the fifth big thing for me is sleep. So we can't really separate all these five things, but I'm fortunate to, to be usually a pretty good sleeper, although this July, when we were saying Sounds it's so fun. weird, like I am waking up in the middle of the night, uh -oh. and I've never done that. Yeah, so I'm 53 strange. and now I'm just waking up. So sleep's very important to me because I'm a really, I've always been a really great sleeper. Mm -hmm. But when I was pregnant with both the boys, my third trimester, I never, I didn't sleep. Oh yeah. I got carpal Torture. tunnel like really bad. My hands would just burn and my hands are fine now, but, um, but I wouldn't sleep. They would be like sort of just so sore and so burning that I wouldn't, I'd just oh. stay up all night. I couldn't even hold a book. So it wasn't like I could even oh, no. stay up to read. <laughs> like I, I, my hands couldn't hold a book. Oh. So I just didn't sleep. So knowing how horrible it is to not sleep mm -hmm. versus how well I usually do sleep, it's just a big thing. So um, sleep's a $40 billion industry and it's and nobody sleeps very well. And so what does this have to do with a plant-based diet? Well, it has a, a lot. lot to, yeah, <laughs> a lot to do with it. Not sleeping is very associated with obesity. And even we know people that work night shift, they have a decrease. They don't live as long. They have a decreased lifespan. So anyway, sleep is kind of one of those weird things. We don't even know why we sleep. We sleep to get sleep. And it's not... <laughs> And we don't really have a lot of answers, even though we've mapped out the sleep cycle, the whole circadian rhythm thing. It's um, and we know that we go into different stages of sleep. It's still like fairly unanswered. A lot of the stages of sleep, um, so it's it's it can be pretty confusing. I mean, we cannot eat for twenty one days or longer. We cannot have water for a long time. We can definitely not exercise and be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We can <laughs> we can have no community, but sleep is just a different beast. If we don't sleep for, it's about eight days is the magic number, then we're just going to kind of go a little bit crazy. And sleep's so important that, and sleep deprivation is so horrible. Terrible. That there was a, in the 1960s, there's a really fun story about the 17-year-old kid who holds the sleep record for sleep deprivation. It was 11 days. Who wants that Holy record? Cow. No. Why? And then, you know what? He kind of went crazy after 11 days. Oh, and sure. there was a doctor, Dement, who really interviewed him and um, and followed his behavior really closely if you're interested in, him, in the story. But his name was Randy Gardner. Yeah, it was just kind of crazy. He kind of 
went a little bit nuts, the short term. I mean, and what's interesting is chronically, I'd say most modern humans now, we're just not sleeping ideally. Mm -hmm. And we're just stressed and you get, if you really deprive yourself of sleep, short term memory loss, you know, if you're not sleeping well, you get that and you can get paranoid, you can hallucinate. And it can be really dangerous not to sleep that Guinness Book of World Records, they won't even include that as a category anymore because it's, it can be so dangerous. So I think people have beat this Randy Gardner wow. kid, but um, Guinness won't record it. So I know, Zanita, why don't you just tell us a little bit, like you were also having issues sleeping. Well, right big now. time. And so I don't know what was going on in July because that's when it started for me. Um, on a Saturday, I pulled an all-nighter. I was just up until 4 o'clock doing <laughs> God knows what, just being a little busybody. And then I was like, well, I normally get up around 5 or 6, so I'm just going to stay up. I feel like I'm still suffering from that um, that all-nighter all that I pulled. I cannot seem to get my energy back together, but I feel it in my body, too. I'm staying up really late, you guys. I don't know why I'm having such a terrible time sleeping. So Cameron is our really good sleeper, right? You are like Miss Nine O'Clock. Dreamy. Oh, well, not this Fantasy. past week, which we'll talk about in the episode, <laughs> but I had visitors that came in. So yeah, I mean, I try and be in bed before 10 o'clock is ideal just because I'm trying to get up early yeah. to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely better at it in the morning than I am in the What's evening. What's your normal Same. sleep? schedule oh man so i don't function well without seven and a half hours in fact yeah, i had amazing a, a day with um when i had friends in from vermont where i think i got about six mm -hmm. and the whole day i mean i was sitting there going i know i'm talking and i'm really hoping these words are making sense tapped out yeah which is not okay i don't feel like for a healthcare provider that you're not fully mm -hmm. present right so um i'm not saying that other people don't struggle and i'm not saying they shouldn't be healthcare providers i'm just saying i have the capability to take that off the table and why wouldn't i do that so you want to get the good sleep because you feel yeah. better exactly and how are you supposed to make good decisions Choices. so i i don't want to interrupt you um but i was i looked up a couple of things as well and yeah, no, no. Please our specialist but you know, just trying to figure out with looking at folks and how we end up making good decisions. And if we want to make changes in our life, how does that happen? Well, it doesn't happen very easily yeah. when we ha don't sleep. Right. And so there were a lot of just kind of smaller studies looking at, okay, there was one, I think it was University of Chicago. I'll take a quick peek, but where people would eat the same amount of calories over a 14 day yeah. period, but they, they were sleep deprived intentionally for those 14 days. And their ability to, quote unquote, burn weight or like lose weight went down by 55%. Right. Insulin being a hormone that we very much need and often gets really maligned, but it can be problematic if you are insulin resistant. Insulin resistance seemed to go up by 30%. So it doesn't even have to do with habit change, which is something I love to talk about and passionate about mm, with right. making sure that your frontal cortex is firing at its optimum to make good choices. But even with that gone, let's say you're holding on to good choices by your fingernails, yeah. you're still undermining, including there being a or little bit more cortisol production as well, which is our mm -hmm. stress hormone, which can also be implicated in weight gain. 
how much does all of this really matter? Well, we haven't done tons and tons and tons and tons. It's not like we're looking at the same volume of research that would be behind a statin drug, but there's enough of it to be pretty I convincing. Think there's actually so much sleep research, right. but there's still, it's sort of like the abyss. There's yep. still so, so much, much we don't do. know. So like just since we're talking about hormones as far as eating, and we'll get to the plant thing later, I guess. But um, so there's two hormones that are kind of counteract each other. One is called ghrelin and one is called leptin. And ghrelin sounds like a gremlin and it's spelled G-H-R-E-L-I-N. And it's a, it's the hormone that tells you if you're hungry. Yeah. And then so it's in high levels before you before a meal and then it falls after the meal. And leptin t- is the opposite hormone that tells you to stop eating. So those people that get shorter sleep have higher levels of ghrelin. I mean, we just know that that's, they've done a lot of studies. So it's like the 80s movie. Yes. Don't, was it yes, don't feed it them is, or don't get them wet? It is, it is exactly <laughs> it? gremlin, gremlin. It is the same thing. So if you have high levels of it. So if you don't get any sleep, you're letting a bunch of gremlins in you your bedroom. You are, you are letting the gremlins out. So, and it slows your metabolism and decreases your body's ability to burn fat. So, um, so one single night of sleep deprivation mm-hmm. increases your, um, your ghrelin levels and you feel mm-hmm. hungry. So all this stuff matters. It is really like if you've ever had a sleep study there, you know, we were talking about cortisol or Cameron was earlier. And it is like we sleep. That is the only time growth hormone like spikes up is during sleep and not like if we're adults, we're not going to grow. But for your children like that they need to sleep because that's when they're going to grow. Oh, yeah. But for us, their growth hormone helps rejuvenate and helps us recuperate to a degree that we don't even understand. So it re- nourishes all our cells and nourishes all. It, we need oxygen to our brains and we're sleeping. And so with sleep apnea, these people are uh, with obstructive sleep apnea. We are like not oxygenating ourselves. And a lot of it for me when you think about people having sleep issues, a lot of it is breathing issues. So uh, if you're not breathing well, obstructive sleep apnea is like no oxygen to the cell. So one of the big things is oxygenating yourself and, and also breathing well, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. I really want to talk about foods and plants and, and, and what it has to do with it. So Can I throw out one other little yeah, thing I too? Know, like, then me next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone, everyone has something to say. Go ahead. Um, lower, getting not enough sleep also sets you up for cardiovascular disease. Right. Like we know this. There's a yes. one-to-one correlation. Yeah. Additionally, you it also, all-cause mortality goes up. And one thing that people don't talk about, we always kind of blow off, is how many vehicular accidents every year oh. can be laid at the sleep, I mean, yeah. at, me, at the feet of sleep apnea. Um, additionally, just accidents in the workplace. If you're mm-hmm. somebody who has to make good decisions, including, I wonder, and this has also been looked at, I don't think sufficiently, but if you are a healthcare worker and you're in a hospital and you're sleep deprived and one of the major causes of death Mm. is giving someone the wrong medication, that's obviously not going to help out the situation. So there's, I mean, as a culture, we have a big problem with it. We have a huge amount of cardiovascular disease and, you know, dying in a motor vehicle accident is not unheard of or really is not as uncommon as it should be. 
Okay, what do you have? I Zania? think that sleep's just not a big issue, you know, until it's an issue. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to double back because I, when I talked about not being able to sleep in July, I was like, I don't know why that is. And I do know why that is. It's totally due to poor planning. So I have the two little ones at home. And so when they go to sleep, that's my time to have right. my alone time, you know? But I wanted to ask, because I know, Owen, aside from July, you're actually pretty good with your sleep. You're yeah. in bed by nine. You're really serious mm-hmm. about it. Nine, ten, right. Well, I want to be in bed at nine fantasy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> in I'm the winter, it'll be better. And we're actually, luckily, heading into the fall, and we're all going to sleep better. Yeah. Because it'll be very dark. That's yeah. Why. <laughs> Much more dark. But I yep. want to know, like, what are you doing to set yourself up so that you can be in bed at nine o'clock? You know, I just... Um, Actually, like this July, this has been bad. I haven't been. You know, I just do it. It's like I think that um, like when we talk about not getting sleep, I can just feel everybody out there being like, well, I'm not sleeping either. (laughs) What do I do? I mean, it is such a like it's an epidemic. Definitely. You know what? I just go to sleep when and kids know when I go to sleep. I remember um, my younger son, we'd be all watching a movie and it would be eight o'clock and he was like five or six and he'd be like, well, I'm going to bed now. Oh and he, gosh, and we were like, what? So I'm just kind of <laughs> the same way. I'm like, you know what? I just know yeah, I'm not going to be good the down. next day. Right. You know, I stopped drinking, drinking alcohol as a dentist during the week because it just mm-hmm. wasn't like you were right. mentioning, Cameron, like it's not really fair to our patients the next day to be groggy um, you know hung over for one which is <laughs> horrible but but even groggy from not sleeping like yep. i feel Same like thing. i it it is my responsibility to to be alert yep. and you know i'm but a better listen. partner life partner too if right. i slept i'm not just like throwing the phone across the bed hitting Corey <laughs> with it i don't want to get up well, yeah. well i'll tell you i mean i just i always take a shower at night See, that's something like, what's your nightly routine? Do you have something to wind yourself down? You know what? I do. I mean, I do just go take a shower. And then taking a shower to me is like I'm clean and it's kind of like a warm shower. And then I have to go to bed because I'm in my PJs. Probably also helps with body temperature as well. And we know that often being a little bit cooler in the evenings can contribute Mm, to better sleep. Snuggly. So like getting warm and then letting that come down would be interesting i mean the problem with sleep there's so many factors that we can talk about you know and with this is a plant-based we're supposed to be talking about food and i know we haven't talked about that too much but there there are so many things that are important about it i think just for me it's like i put my pjs on and boom i gotta go to bed like if i don't take a shower early then then i'm not gonna go to bed early yeah totally I do think that this has a a lot to do with like um, plant-based or or trying to become plant-based or even staying on the path, staying Mm -hmm. the course, just because when you're tired, I mean, things just don't, you know, you're exactly. So you want something fast to eat. Maybe you grab for something that you're not meant to be eating because you just don't have the energy. For me, just trying to kind of implement some other things in my life is becoming really hard just because I'm so tired. So I will say the thing about a plant-based diet and eating healthy is like to me, I think, and Cameron, you know this, like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, Mm -hmm. obesity, 
this is all the same problem. Dragon. Yeah. It's all the same dragon and it has a different names. Even, I mean, which is harder, but a lot of autoimmune things. And and we just don't, like a lot of our basic diseases that are out there. Well, autoimmunity and sleep are intrinsically tied, right? Right. So we're looking at T cells and your thymus and us testing those and making sure that we're not releasing cells into our body that are coded for us and not coded for not us because that's really all our immune system looks for is not us so mm-hmm. if you if eat, you don't sleep well you're not going to have those puppies are going to be released if you eat well yep. and eat anti-inflammatory foods mm-hmm. and eat things that don't have lots of fat i mean we know like too much meat or, or meat in general is inflammatory and Sleep issues are usually, if you're heavier, like snoring is very associated with sleep and not breathing well. So when you're snoring, like personally for me, if I'm up 10, 15 pounds in weight and Mm -hmm. I fluctuate over the last 20 years, 10, 15 pounds, depending on how that month or two is going. Right. Like I will snore. Wayne will just shove me like, <laughs> hey, you need to go running because oh, I because yeah. I'm 10 pounds up. Right. So I will snore. So it is the weight and the eating. And mm-hmm. so if I'm eating healthier, obviously I'm gonna be a little bit less heavy. These things feed into each other. They yeah. all feed into each other and that's kind of what makes it complicated, but kind of what makes it not complicated. Right. So if you do the right things for your diabetes, you do the right thing for your heart disease, you will probably sleep better. So I know Zita's going to run us through some plants that will help with this, but I think kind of our big takeaway is maybe your first step on a plant-based diet is to just start getting some more sleep. Yeah. That, that could is, be the first really way a great... to go is I want to make sure that I'm getting my sleep yeah. done. Anyways, Zita, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you got... find some So some foods that can help to promote sleep would be... Um, uh, spirulina, chia, chia seeds, um, nuts. So like your almonds, your walnuts, um, just what you were talking about, like having something warm, warm milk, nut milk, of course, uh, oatmeal, tofu, and mm. warm nut milk doesn't sound good to me. Is that oh good? Oh my gosh. So we do that for Luda and she absolutely really? loves it. Yeah. So interesting. You know, A little cinnamon in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, what? Huh. I actually just warm up the water kettle and then just put a little bit of warm water in there. Interesting. Yeah, she loves it. Try it. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, Maybe that I'll add that in my nighttime after I, I need shower. A, I definitely need a routine. Um, some teas that could be um, drank to help t- you to sleep are chamomile and valerian. I've actually used valerian root, um, the liquid, and that works really well. Have you guys ever used that? Mm-mm. I've used it quite a bit with patients, and some people absolutely love it, and they respond really well. Some people can kind of crazy dreams. Oh, so do they really? if you suddenly dream about like eating your friend's hamster, <laughs> that's happened before. Don't worry. Oh, why do you say that? So you I've had a had dream about dreams. eating your friend's no, hamster? No, I had a friend who had it, like an actual girlfriend. Who so was like, I took this herb and this is what happened. So when I was pregnant with Tyler, I had a dream I gave birth to hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> This has nothing to do with sleep. Maybe Tyler, it's not. Maybe it's I mean, to do with that. Yeah. You were having poor sleep when you were pregnant. I so was. There you go. I, yeah. I had three hamsters, by the way. Anyway. Me too. <laughs> no, in my dream, I well, gave oh, birth to three hamsters. I'm actually, oh, three hamsters. You can judge away. <laughs> Triplets. Triplets are three. Were they triplets? Yeah, I, I don't okay. know. They were hamsters. God, I wish they'd be hamsters. It was a messed up dream. Go ahead. Me up. 
So um, also some house plants that um, can help to, well, actually help to purify the air. So valerian, aloe, snake plant, uh, jasmine. I think it's really interesting that house plants are pretty, I don't know, I think it's just cool that you could just have plants. I mean, I guess it's just the whole oxygen exchange, yeah, right? You know? So, and breathing, once again, breathing. I would like to talk, maybe not today, but about like, I could just go off on breathing. No, we're totally going to do a breathing epi episode and I'll do like a little meditation. So, which we'll have like a breathing exercise. We have to. Yeah. So, um, and you can also look up, I don't have a list with me, but what foods are promoting for melatonin too? something you can add in maybe in the evening to help get you settle out into sleep and staying away from that blue light right owen yes, talk about that from the blue light. light i mean there's just so many don't things don't follow the light it is so is with serotonin actually which is um the precursor to melatonin so um it's one in melatonin you most people have heard of melatonin it's one of the primary sleep hormones and it starts your melatonin is supposed to increase just during the day, probably around um, in the evening, around six or seven, right? Like mm -hmm. your melatonin starts to increase and then it peaks at two to three a.m. So there are foods that help increase serotonin, which are complex carbs. So that'd be like peas, beans, whole grains, and of course, veggies. I mean, Yay. veggies, you just aren't going to go wrong with vegetables. <laughs> I find sometimes I've got patients who really struggle when they're on a really quote unquote low carb diet with sleep. And very often if we add in some whole grains, it'll improve. Mm. Do you mean to fill them up? Is that? No, I mean, just, I mean, some of the thought process, sure. I'm sure there's many different sure. ways in which it's helpful. I will not say that it's not, but I've also wondered with serotonin production if they're just really you know slamming down on the amount of carbohydrate entering mm -hmm. the system so also before you sleep you, this is so hard i mean i think it's hard for anyone with families that are taking families anywhere but you just really don't want to eat a few hours before you go to bed i mean it's and it's so hard for me like i leave my office at six maybe i go to a hockey game yeah. and then it's like what am I supposed to eat? But once again, it's this food prep that I'm not good at mm. that I need to really start doing. And really, there's just a lot of studies, too, if you, you know, you just have to eat healthy because you could tell when you eat whatever is unhealthy to you, and we kind of all know what that is. You're just not going to sleep well. Sugars, fats, obviously caffeine, you don't want these things before you're going to bed. And I don't even have to explain that. I just need to reiterate it because we all know that and then the other thing is just going to bed like at a consistent time every night oh yeah and getting up at a consistent Trini. time Trini. so for me uh, if i go to bed at nine or if i go to bed at 11 i'm gonna wake up at before six because that's just my body yeah, it doesn't do it. matter what time i go to bed i'm up at five or six see and then and then you really don't get to go into I, we didn't really go it's hard to do it on the radio but go into all the sleep cycles but you're not really hitting the cycles you need to go into when you're when you don't you just don't get to hit them as much quality is not good. yeah you don't go into the deep sleep mm -hmm. you don't go on the REM sleep you know all this all the sleep waves are super important and if you don't get to go into them as often, you're just not going to get a good enough sleep. Can we speak to um, the whole like putting yourself to bed versus like passing out? I feel like I definitely pass out more than putting myself to bed. Huh. So it's like a good thing to end on, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the sleep is totally different. 
Right. So you mean like having a sleep ritual in which you kind of get ready for bed? Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So when you say you're passing out, like you're just like so thoroughly exhausted that you're just like. Right. Like I'll, I'll fall asleep on the couch, like doing something oh, with yeah, my clothes yeah, yeah. on or, you know, while I'm, yep. you know. Yeah, giving that the sh- ain't good. Well, right. And, yeah. and I wake up and I feel like, you know, my body's all tight. Yeah. You know? It feels like a very rushed sleep. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just you really have to be. Maybe take a quick warm shower and then you put the kids to bed. Like you bathe the kids at night, right? I do. And so Sasha and I were just talking about this. So it's so it's I have this goal to go to sleep early, but I have nothing to support that goal. You know what I mean? You right. know, they have and some people do well with those. They've got those sleep timers on especially on the Apple phone where you set when you want to go to bed and it reminds you half an hour and 45 minutes before and says, okay, it's time for your wind down. Yeah. And so, you know, even washing your face and putting on just a nice cream that maybe has got a little yeah, bit of lavender in it. that's true. A little bit of lavender on a cotton ball underneath your pillowcase at night can help out. My whole thing is sometimes we don't get to make the bed, but I always go downstairs and I'm like, okay, I like pull up the sheet, get everything tight, you know, tucked away and get yeah. my PJs on. So that it way is, I'm I mean, ready to go. The sleep hygiene is huge. For some True. people, you don't even want to have a book in bed. Certainly get your TV out of the room. If there's a TV in there. No TV in your room. That just know. should be like a Sleep minimum. and sex. That's the only thing yeah. going on in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you just need to be, you know what? Why don't you just call one of us and be like, I need to go to bed. Oh, my I can gosh. yell at you. We need a sleep challenge. You know, how can we, we get this have together? A challenge. Do we yeah. want to do that? We need to do a sleep challenge okay, because so I need the help. Everybody wants to go to bed by 10, right? That's the goal. Yeah. Like, Not, okay. So why don't we check in next week and at see how nine we o'clock. do? Yep. We can just call each other at 9 and be like, start get ready to go to bed. And we want to hear from you guys. Like, uh, we're going to start putting together maybe a sleep ritual. Might, might just be brushing your teeth at 9 or something to help yeah, brush set your teeth. you up. Take a shower, yep. like Owen said, you know. Um, Warm showers, so awesome. Well, and then too, we want to hear Pick from your nose you guys. And wash your teeth. If, if you guys are doing something that's working for you, let us know what you know. Yeah, what's working and setting your bedroom Help. up. <laughs> yeah, to get some sleep. So, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us again at the uh, wonderful Live Breathe Alaska headquarters, mm-hmm. home of the so cute, so delicious three snow peas. <laughs> and yeah. we will catch you next time. Peace, Peace out. out.